Welcome to the Mayor Greg Fisher podcast. Bienvenidos a todos. An important date is coming up in about six months. April 1st, the United States Census will start. This is critically important to communities across the United States. Our representation in government at the local, state, and federal level is based on the census. Also really important is that funding levels for many programs are also based on the census. So it's important that we get maximum participation here in our great city of Louisville. Today, we're joined by Catalina Cordova, who is coordinating our efforts in tandem with the Municipal Complete Count Committee for the census that I've appointed. So welcome, Catalina. Thank you for having me. Give us a quick overview of Census 2020 and the timeline for it. Of course. Uh, Well, first of all, I want to say thank you for the opportunity. And as we all know, the 2020 census counts the population of all 50 states, the uh, District of Columbia, and also the five U.S. territories. And each home is going to receive an invitation to respond to a short questionnaire. This is going to arrive at their homes by March 12th. And they're go- they are going to be able to answer to this online, by phone, or by mail. Also, um, right at this moment, the census is having a address canvassing. What this is, is people going out there, because our community has grown so much. I was actually at a neighborhood that I had not been in the last nine years, and it's changed dramatically. There's new businesses, houses are gone, new ones have come up. So this is what they're doing. It started at the uh, at the middle. It will end at the next month in October. So what they're doing, they're, they are updating the um, directory, the maps, so that everyone gets an invitation to be part of the census. Okay. And so what are some examples of how the census data is used? Well, uh New clinics, it's an example. New schools, uh, new roads. The 2020 census is going to shape the future of our communities, how it's going to look in the, in the future. Residents can use the census to support community initiatives for their well-being. For example, if everyone gets counted in their family and they have, a lot, they have children, that's how it's going to decide how many schools we need in our districts in our communities. Also, businesses, they look at the data from the census and they decide where they want to build their uh, factories, where they want to open offices, and that way they create new jobs for our community. And we get, uh, as a portion of our budget, we get from federal funds. It could be for housing, community development, what have you. And so the more people we have, Mm -hmm. these are per capita-based funding measures. So the more people we have compared to the rest of the cities in the country, the more money we get. And so this is not like an optional nice-to-do thing, right? No. It's really important that people complete the census. And it's one of those civic duties that everyone can actually do it here in the U.S. You've got an amazing story about how you were first introduced to the census. Yes. Uh, I was in high school back in 2000. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I remember I was in high school, and that's where I heard about the census. And it got to me because they were telling me, you can be part of something um, of a civic duty, and you can do this. Go home, fill out the census. I come from a family of 10. At the moment, uh, I believe there were, in my house, nine, six siblings, my parents and I. Three of them had already gotten uh, married. 
uh, the census came in, and it sat in the kitchen table for two weeks. And I told my dad, we have to fill out the census. It's important because it depends how our roads are going to look in the future. Right. What schools or colleges I'm going to go to have more opportunities. And that's how I did my first census. And I remember that one as like, I, I don't know, I cherish that a lot. And I, that's what I tell my nieces and nephews because I have 16 of them now. So I push them into, you have to fill out the census. If your parents don't do it, tell them you ha- they have to yeah. do it. Well, just another, it's another way to be a great citizen. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about what type of information is collected in the census. Well, uh, first of all, how many people live in the house? As of April 1st, uh, 2020, let's say, for example, you have your uncles or cousins living there. That's what some type of information. If a house is rented or owned, also the gender of a person, the age. And all this data is going to allow the census to create estimates about families, what services we need out there. And they also, is that data used for forecasting purposes down by the government? down the road in 10 years because remember we won't have it this chance until 2030 and i imagine our city will change a lot between 2020 and 2030 so you say the census does roll around every 10 years or so but some people have questions about privacy so Mm -hmm. how does the census work to protect privacy uh this is what i tell everyone uh our personal information is not going to be published out there. No names, none, only data, numbers. That's the only thing that is coming out of the census is statistics. And uh, sometimes it's difficult for people, but they think, uh, who knows, maybe they'll decide, they'll push out some of my personal information. No. The National Archives and Records actually they protect our data for 72 years. So by the time the 2020 census, that's going to be 2092, when they can actually release any information, if people that's are concerned. While. That's a while. <laughs> yeah. So do you have to be a citizen to complete the census? No. Everyone can complete the census. So by law, the Constitution, what we're doing is counting residents we're in counting America, not everyone. necessarily citizens. So everybody. Everyone that is here, regardless if you've been here for two months. If you're here in the U.S. on April 1st, you need to be part of the 2020 census. Perfect. Now, our local census uh, group consists of representatives of many of the important institutions in our community. So what will they be doing to help us get the complete count out? Uh, when you um, actually created this amazing MC3, which is what we call it, the uh, Municipal Complete Count Committee, there's people from universities, leaders, community leaders, uh, people that work in nonprofits that reach out to the undercounted population that it's known uh, in the census. What they do, they have access to those communities that tend to not participate in the census. And so, is that what an undercounted community is? Yes. Folks uh, that traditionally have not completed the census? People that do not complete. And that, does not inc- and that includes children mm-hmm. five years and under, mm-hmm. senior citizens, also black males, African-American males, um, college students. That's a big population. And obviously our immigrant and, and refugee community. So you're going to have some specific outreach activities. What what does that look like? Well, we're going to be engaging now with the MC3. Everyone is going to start a subcommittee 
going to places where they gather, being a church, being a community center, uh, talking to people when they come in to get resources at the library, when they go to a community center to, to get services, that's where we're going to be reaching out to them. And c- people can uh, inform themselves yeah. right at those, at those places. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so the process is pretty straightforward. Just talking to people, explaining the process, the basic uh, questions that we're having. And uh, if you let me, um, there's when people are talking about privacy, things that you have to look out for. If they ask you for a bank account number, a credit card number, you know that's not part of the census. They're never going to ask you for a social security number as well. So that's how you know they're actually... Somebody is trying to get the wrong information, or somebody's trying to do a scam. And there'll be either online or a telephone number you can call to say, "Hey, th- this question is being asked. Does this sound legitimate?" So mm-hmm. there's plenty of support in the community yes. as well. So we're going to be preparing people uh, before and then after the arrival of the postcard. Mm-hmm. So walk me through one more time what happens. The postcard shows up. The postcard shows up around uh, March 12. You get an invite to log into your computer and fill out the census. There's going to be a link. By April 1st, you have received a second notice and a, pa- a paper questionnaire by mail. Uh, by the end of April, on May, if you have not filled out your census either online, by mail, or over the phone, people are actually start going door to door to those houses that have not filled out the census. Yeah, and this really shows how dramatically important the census is, right? This is not... Well, when I get around to it, it's like this is a civic duty to help your city to make sure that we get enough funding to make sure our roads are in good shape, Mm -hmm. the federal monies that we spend for social services, et cetera. So you are creating the future of our city when you complete the census. Especially if there's things that you need in the city. I've heard people that say, we need more direct flights. And I think we heard that. And we need more businesses that cater to this population. Or we need, I've seen the change in the nine nine years that I've been in this city. It's changed so much. So imagine in the next 10 years. And that's part of the census. That's what's going to happen with the census. Yeah, and a special shout-out for me to our foreign-born community. About half of our population growth in the last 10 years have come from our foreign-born community. And we are you know, making explicit efforts to globalize our community as well. So for folks that are listening from the foreign-born and saying, well, I'm not sure if I'm going to do this, you know, really important for us so we can continue the globalization of Louisville because I believe – our children should be able to grow up in a city that looks like the world mm-hmm. so that they're more prepared to operate in the world because they're all going to be global citizens. The world's just really shrinking in a dramatic way. So when you, when you, if you can talk to our residents now and say, here's how you can help, especially when we're talking about helping underrepresented communities get counted, what would you ask? I will ask them to get engaged, to get informed, and pass a, spread the word. They can do it on, on social media if they see a post from the census. Also, um, talk to your friends, to your family. Once you have gathered this information, pass it along and get them engaged. Uh, and a, when you're sitting down to talk, hey, uh, have you filled out the census? Remember, 10 minutes is going to change our future for the next 10 years. That's awesome. So I get, we'll have outreach activity through the schools? A lot of that is going to happen. We already did uh, once uh, last week. We already did it during the uh, Constitution Week. 
a lot of teachers uh, were participating, engaging uh, kids into learning about the census during Const Constitution Week. And uh, it was beautiful to see those kids. It reminded me when I was in school, not in middle, but I was in high school. <laughs> nice. And what about churches, mosques, temples? We're going to be all over the, the, all over the place. We need everyone. And if you have an event and you think we could go there, please invite us. We want to be there. We want to participate. We want to bring you information. And we want you to be part of this. So if people have questions, how can they reach out to you? They can actually go to louisvilleky.gov uh, slash census2020. So there's information on there and ability for people to reach you with their questions? Yes. They can go, go online, and there's going to be a direct link, and they can send us information. Well, this is an exciting opportunity for our city. I'm competitive, just like everybody else is, and we want to have a great count. And that great count will lead to great things for our city. Thank you. Yes, I want everyone to get engaged. I, I honestly think that it's beautiful when they say, I'm here in this country or whichever community you live in, but participate. Be part of it. Get involved. Get involved. All right. Catalina, thank you for your leadership on this effort, and thanks for taking your time today. Thank you for having me.